Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Hope for Heroes, Texas. This is Brad Cornell, and we're serving those who serve us. If you haven't joined us before, Hope for Heroes, Texas, what we do is bring in first responders from around Texas. And yes, we bring them into the Bevy Hotel, give them a beautiful night at the Bevy Hotel. We give them a gift card to spend right here in Bernie, Texas, and they have an incredible time. And of course, it's all in the greeting. Well, on today's episode, we have got a fantastic first responder that's going to be sharing some great stories, because that's what we do here. Under the weight of the badge. Glad you joined us. You've seen it all. And it's 15 years. Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Again, here we are. Brad Cornell, Hope for Heroes, Texas.org. Go check out Hope for Heroes, TX.org. And yes, you are on the Weight of the Badge podcast. You know, this last week, we've had some incredible guests on from a uh, Austin sniper, that the SWAT sniper, man, the stories about him, gee whiz, you want to find out what happens with the sniper when they go on scene. That's amazing. He had the bomb squad on. We've had all kinds of incredible guests. The governor, yes, we've even had the governor on, uh, Governor Abbott. He's doing a fantastic job. And here at the Weight of the Badge podcast, of course, we want to thank George Strait for the music he lets us use for the opening of this program and what it means to him carrying the weight of the badge. And that's what this program's all about. You know, at one point, we always... All of us carry the weight of the badge at one time in our life or when there's something heavy duty going on. But when there's exceptional people out there doing some amazing things, those are the ones I love to capture and talk to and find out just what exactly they do. And these guys I have coming on today, I mean, it is amazing. Who would have thought that you could have come up with an idea that you have people donate cows, okay, they get them butchered, and then they give the meat away, to all kinds of either, you know, different ministries, different groups that really need it. And it has turned out to be an amazing, an amazing uh, uh, mission that they're on. I mean, they fed, you know, well over 20,000 people. I mean, this has just been incredible what these two gentlemen have uh, have come up with. And they started, it's, it started a company called Texas Beef Initiative. Okay, they're out of Dripping Springs. And I'm just really excited to have them on today talking about just what their mission is, how you can help. Okay, folks, this is about you doing something for someone else. And very seldom we have something that's really this incredibly important, especially in the days that we're in right now. Um, people are hurting. The inflation is going out of control. And there's a lot of people out there that, are, that need help. And these two gentlemen have stepped up to the plate, and I am honored and welcome today to my program, Carrying the Weight of the Badge for a Lot of People, Dave Sisler and Noel McAlexander. Welcome, gentlemen. Good morning. You guys doing good today, Dave? You betcha. And Noel. Yeah, real well, real well. Appreciate uh, you having us on, Brad. You betcha. Well, I'm really excited about this beef initiative, and they're out of Dripping Springs, Texas, which is a beautiful little town anyway, if you get a chance to go to Dripping Springs. So, hey, guys, I know that uh, that you've started this, Noel, and then, of course, Dave came along beside you, and you two gentlemen are on a mission. And why don't you tell us, uh, Noel, how did this all get started? Yes, sir. Well, uh, Texas beef, beef Initiative started late in 2020, uh, kind of right when the pandemic was was getting rolling uh and it is a 501c3 uh you know non organization and we saw we saw a need and we saw a potential solution um so as you said you know we take we take unwanted cattle uh or any cattle that that people will donate uh we will also purchase cattle and we have them processed uh, here locally, and then we we donate that ground beef 
to uh, area food pantries, food banks, and other you know, just communities, uh, organizations that, that need it. So how did you come up with this? I mean, one, one time, I mean, one morning you guys all sat, sat around having coffee and decided this is what we wanted to do, or how did y'all do that? Well, you know, let me kick that one on, uh, Brad. Yeah. You know, we were sitting around and, uh, Noel and I do a lot of team roping and, and notoriously a team roping steer, you know, they're kind of sporting cattle and you basically, what happens to you is, you know, you buy the cattle at a premium price, you train horses on them and all this different kind of stuff. And when you go to sell them, they're not, they're not built for beef. You know, they're more like a grass fed type of animal. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we don't sit there and put the weight on them like a, a regular beef farmer does. And so back in 2020, when Noel was saying, Hey, you know, we, we, you know, we pandemic was starting, everything was shutting down and Noel and I were trying to figure out what we we're going to do with these beef. And we go, you know, why don't we just donate these these cattle? Uh, we're we're going to lose on them anyways, and let's just see if we can help some people out. You know, and actually, Noel the one that kind of spearheaded that deal, and then we started thinking about it. And well, that's a good idea. Let's just try and do this thing, and and then all of a sudden, you can't just take beef to a pantry and just say, "Here you go, here's a cow, run it in the door." Right. You know, so the next thing you end up with is, okay, well, how are we going to do this? And well, about that time when we're sitting around roping, thinking, well, let's 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 build us a company that does it, you know. And so we at first started out just just trying to get rid of our small stuff and this, that, and the other thing. And then the next thing you know, here we are now. It's it's kind of blown up, and and I mean, really, that's how simple it started. But now we really got into the the matrix of this thing, and and uh, like Noel said, you know, we're, we're you know, we figured out that a lot of people will help us out, but we've, we figured out how to get the product to the, you know, to the end user. And, uh, basically that's how we got started. It's just the weirdest thing. And then we run into guys like you that help us out and it's, it gets to be pretty exciting. Well, we're super excited to be part of it as far as just helping out. Now, I know you donated over 50,000 meals in 2021. I mean, that's really exciting. And, you figure it costs a, around seventy-five cents to a dollar a meal. When you uh, is that about what you figure? It, it is. Uh, that's exactly right. Uh, we're we're lean and mean, uh, and and really feel like we're making efficient use of the the monetary donations and and uh, great use of the the cattle donations. So, like you said, in twenty twenty one, it was over fifty thousand meals on the year, and then uh, right now, as we sit. We're we're about fifty five thousand meals in twenty twenty two, and well on our way to yeah you know, the goal for twenty twenty two is seventy five thousand meals. So we're we're uh, we're cooking. Okay, so now when people want to donate, so they donate the beef, and they get okay. Now, if you folks, if you go to donatebeef.org, you'll be able to go online and you can get a hold of them and know exactly what to do with your cows. But let's just give you an or- overview. You take any cattle that can. Uh, which ones wouldn't you take? Let's put it that way. Like if you can't, what yeah. cows can't you take? Something you got to drag on the truck or what? Well, uh, initially, you know, we were concentrating on roping steers uh, just because that's that's the market you know we started with. But you know, as as we come to come to talk to more people, you know, there there are people, you know, ranchers with call cows, you know, something that doesn't fit into their their herd. Uh, you know, a cow might 
be injured uh, and, and not you know market worthy. Uh, we've had people with with longhorns that have them on their property for ag exemption that just get get tired of having them uh, for whatever reason. But we're, we'll really we'll take any any class of cattle, any weight, any breed, uh, and we have similar requirements as the as the auction barn, which is they they must be ambulatory and able to walk off the trailer into the facility. Uh, the processing facility, but we're we're really, uh, you know, we'll we'll take any any beef, and depending on the condition of the animal, sometimes we'll keep it keep it for ninety days, uh, you know, get it get it straightened out and and ready to go, and in other cases they can go right from the donor uh, to the processor. So it's just uh, just a matter of making it fit. But we welcome welcome any and all. Oh yeah, now do you go pick them up? Uh, we will. We will. Uh, yeah, this is this is far from our our full time job. So any and all help we can get in terms of the transportation, uh, we will gladly accept. But yeah, we're we're pretty nimble yeah. on on our side as well. So uh, we're just just trying to make it work. Sure. Do you have a radius? I mean, you're in Dripping Springs. I mean, if someone calls and says, you know, how far can you go, or does it just depend on kind of what the circumstances are? If they bring them halfway, you take them the other half, or what? Because people listen to this podcast all over the country, you know. Yeah, I think it's case by case. Uh, okay. We are we are slowly expanding. You know, we have uh, some partners out in in the College Station area, and we are slowly moving up toward the Stephenville area as well. Uh, and then, you know, our, our go to processor is down in Gonzales, uh, which is which is south and, and east of Dripping Springs. So we're we're covering you know a pretty good radius, but I would say it's you know. Uh, you know, a two-hour radius at this point from from Dripping Springs. Okay. And what's really important is the distribution of this. And this is where, of course, Hope for Heroes and many others come in. Because if someone hears this podcast and says, hey, my gosh, my family or my ministry or whatever, we need some beef. We need something. We need to help some folks. How does that work? So I, they call you up and say they're where, let's just say they're, they're somewhere in Bernie. Do you, do you talk to them? You send them over to someone like me that can distribute the meat to them? Or how does it work? Actually, you know, that's been a building-in process, Brad. Uh, we've kind of had to vet out certain things, and we've we've kind of stayed away from we we first just when we first started, we were into you know big food banks in the city and stuff like that, and then we realized that um, you know we wanted to get back into the rural communities to get kind of left behind, and so with that being said we just started hunting high and low for places that we could distribute the beef, you know, and, 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 you know, we've been working with you and Bernie simply because you're kind of close to me and I got to know you and a couple other people down in there. And then from those connections, you guys started helping us out with all those small, you know, mm -hmm. uh, community people. And it's because it's hard, you know, uh, you, you know, we don't really get a lot of calls from all that deal until we start getting our name out there, but we want to have a, a point, man, you know, a point deal. And so we've done the same thing up in Dripping Springs and, and out in the East part down there by Gonzales. I think we've, we've sent some, you know, some beef this way and that way. And at first we would have a big bunch of beef and we were just scrambling around how to get, how to get it out because, you know, we don't want to be a distribution company because, if we go down that road, it just takes a lot of money away from what we're trying to do. And we, we're trying to be, you know, we don't take any profit off this thing. We just try and 
you know, it's as simple as, hey, we get it here and we give it out. Yeah. And that's about how it, how it happens. And so it's critical that we run into people like you that can help us out on that distribution side because if we have to hold it or get trucks to be able to move it every which way, then all of a sudden we're involved too much into the situation. Other than try and get into the communities, like, for instance, you guys down here know, I mean – Everybody in the community is 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 part of the community, you know, right. and so we're our mission not only is supply, but we're trying to be a little bit consistent because we can't feed everybody. No, you know, but whatever we can do, and you know, I mean, that just depends on how big we get, Brad. If we get, you know, if we get people starting to come in, and where we're starting to get bigger and bigger and bigger, we can fold into other communities and pick up as much as we can. You know, it's just as big as you can, but. What we're really striving for is some consistency in helping the, the, the people, you know what I mean, in yeah. that community. If we can get some consistency, at least they know, you know, because one one meal a year is, is not really going to help them much. I mean, it's great, and it, and it's something because at least yeah. we're doing something, but we've, we've kind of shifted towards helping the communities, picking off the small community that are forgotten people that – a lot of them don't even know there's stuff out there or whatever, but, you know, exactly. we can kind of help them out on a monthly, six-week basis, and that all depends on our, our cattle flow and our, and our fundraising abilities. Yeah, we ain't superheroes, we're just ordinary people Trying to make a difference, and the first on every scene It's a the Way to the Badge podcast is sponsored by the Bevy Hotel in Bernie, Texas. And Apache Rifle Works in Comfort, Texas. Open from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Tuesday through Saturday. Keeps going on. When those sirens are gone. I mean, you guys are awesome. I mean, you're incredible what you do. Uh, you get the cattle in, you get them slaughtered, you get them packaged. Like I go down to Gonzales and pick them up, uh, pick it up, and then I bring it back. And we have a, you know, we're getting a big giant freezer installed, but we still have plenty of freezer space that we're, uh, then we have different ministries that, you know, that you, they either call you, they call me. And if they need a hundred pounds or 50 pounds and we take, like take it to the streets, it's a small ministry that goes down and feeds the homeless. And then we had, we have two or three other ministries up here in Pipe Creek and Bandera and a couple of them, they go down and been feeding the people in Uvalde. And then we take some to the pipe, little volunteer fire departments that go out and try to help people. So we give them 50 pounds or a hundred pounds or, yeah. And just, it's just been amazing how much you guys have helped on the woman's shelter, um, you know, different uh, organizations that, have been just so blessed with what you've given us so far to distribute, but that's what you guys, you know, that, and I just hope folks, if you're out there listening to this and you have a ministry that you could have a freezer that you can help distribute this to your, your, uh, different ministries around, you send a list over to, to, uh, uh Noel and, uh, Dave of exactly, you know, who you're sending it to. So they know, and we can really turn this into a nationwide deal. I love things that can go big and there's other, you know, farmers, there's nothing like a cattleman. There's nothing like a, a, a farmer, man, that just has a heart the size of Texas and you two have taken this to the next level. And I'm so proud and honored that hope for heroes can be a small part of uh, just helping you distribute this. Cause you guys carry the weight of the badge when it comes to trying to feed people. I mean, you're doing, some amazing work here. I don't think you even realize it because there are so many people blessed when you can feed 
over 50,000 people. I mean, come on, Jesus did 5,000 and look what happened to him. So, I mean, it's just, you know. But, <laughs> well, you know, but, you know, Brad, I mean, I think that, you know, we get a model going and we, we you know, this nation's going to take people to survive. It's not going to be done on a political scale or anything else. And, no. and if we all pull together, you know, we can, we can build this kind of a thing in all rural communities. And so right. right now that's our mission just to start in this deal and see where it goes. But, you know, we can branch out and all these different things, but. Well, you've you already know, seen where it's going. I yeah. mean, that's what's so fantastic about you too, is here you start off just with this little idea. And that's when I started Hope for Heroes was in uh, 2020 when the pandemic started and they were throwing rocks at the cops and defunding Austin and all that stuff. A terrible time to start. And everybody says, you're nuts. This is never going to work. Yeah. So, well, you know what? That's what makes this world work is when you're nuts and do what you know is right. And so you guys have done just an amazing job of starting this. And now, um, you know, you kind of get your feet on the ground and saying, okay, this, we know what we're good at. Let's go do it. You know, we all need to, like you said, work as a team. If you're dependent on the government, you're in trouble. And so we need to take care of each other out here. And so I'm sure excited about that. And like I said, folks, you need to go on their website, donatebeef.org. And even if you get a hold of me, I'll give you their uh, website if you forget it. But write that down, donatebeef.org. You can talk to Dave. Uh, he usually answers the phone. Or Noel, either one. I don't go call him a lot, but I don't call him at all. Actually, I call Dave. <laughs> but that's just because you guys are doing so many different things. But um I'm just really excited that you take the time to come on here and share that because it's just such a big deal. And so I'm just really honored and blessed that we get to be able to be part of this. Is there anything you want people to know? Anything you want to say that, that, uh, we didn't talk about? Yeah, I, I think there's a, a couple points, uh, Brad, and just going back to how does it start? And one, one that keeps, uh, keeps in my mind all the time. Uh, one of our first calls after you know, Dave and I and uh, Skip, the third founder, talked, uh, I, I called the Central Texas Food Bank in Austin and just asked if they'd be interested in beef. And they said, of course. And I asked who else is doing this. You know, uh, we're, we're in the middle of cattle country and, you know, they're obviously the biggest food bank uh, here locally. And uh, the answer was nobody. You know, all the cattle, uh, but nobody's donating beef. So, yeah, that's that was a, a hole in the market, obviously, and, and one we wanted to fill. Um, you know, and it's if, if the biggest food bank in the area isn't getting beef, then you know I think that that speaks to you know the the smaller ones in the more rural areas. And then you know, back to your point about the need. So uh, we're we're doing our best to to fulfill that need. Um, secondly, you know what what do we need? Uh, you know, as an organization and. Uh, obviously, it's cattle uh, to create beef, but you know that that beef doesn't happen without without financial support. So you know, again, we'll we'd, we'd love to accept donated cattle. Uh, you know, we'll even we'll even buy cattle. Um, you know, we can we can offer a fair price, and you know, again, help with the logistics of transportation and you know, getting into the processor and that kind of thing. Uh, but even little things, uh, you know, like like feed, hay. Uh, you know, a volunteer to help run beef back and forth, oh, or okay. you know, e even uh, you know, freezer space. You know, does somebody have a an old uh, you know, chest freezer or stand-up freezer that they're not using that we could we could plug in and, and make use of? Uh, you know, it's it's a pretty logistical, heavy operation. Uh, you know, I think we've got 
a lot of it figured out, but at the same time, you know, we are, we are, uh, all for more support, more help and, and, and various areas. Yeah, so for sure. Well, folks, if you don't have a, a yeah. community effort. Well, that's fantastic. That's good to know. And if yeah, just for a thousand dollars, we'll feed twelve hundred people. But hey, if you've got fifty dollars, a hundred, whatever it is, donate it. Go to don't go online, donatebeef.org, and um, hope for heroes. If you got to come through us or whatever you need to do, we need to make sure we give you guys the support. And that's that's a great point. People to haul cattle. Um, if you got, in fact, I might even have some freezers for you here before too long. And uh, so we'll give you. I'm sure we'll have a bunch of freezers to give you too, because that's an important thing. Is it? As a communities guys and as a, a team, I mean, you're talking about some team roping, but we're talking about a team cattle distribution system and what you've done. And that's what's exciting is I nobody else has done what Hope for Heroes has done in my area. And here you're doing what nobody else has done. You two guys are changing lives. I mean, God's using you in amazing ways, even though you might not realize it, but you are blessings that are unbelievable. So I just, uh, folks, I encourage you to go to, again, to donatebeef.org. I want to thank, you know, Dave and Noel for having the wisdom and the, just the, uh, you know, it's easy to sit back and have ideas and not do anything, but action creates reaction. And you guys have really stepped up to the plate and are doing some amazing things and we're honored to be part of it. So um, I know you're in LaGrange and Smithville, Texas and Dripping Springs and Austin and LaGrange. I mean, you're in some just really neat areas getting so quit some bass fishing right there now. And um, Colleen, I mean, you, you just, you've really, you've really expanded a lot in just a short year and a half, two years. I mean, you two have done a great job doing what you do, Dave and Noel. Thank you. I uh, appreciate it, bud. You bet you. Well, hey, I want to thank you guys. for having us in here, too. Oh, heck yeah. Tell our story. Well, we're going to be telling That's your the story. Next of, uh, you know, like you said, this is, it's, it's a, it's an idea. And then all of the, all of this, you know, sharing the idea and all this stuff, you know, it's, that that's the hardest part is coming into this thing and figuring out how it's going to go. And now it's, you know, guys like you are putting us on the map and getting this out there. You know, it, it helps us a lot. Yeah. Well, you know, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes, you know, we don't have because we don't ask. This morning, I was in a Bible study with a bunch of guys, and I said, hey, I'm going to do a podcast with a couple of guys that are incredible from Beef, from Texas Beef Initiative out uh, of Dripping Springs, and they need some cows. And I just threw that out. The guy sitting right next to me says, how many cows do they need? Well, as many as you got. He says, well, I got three of them I'll donate, and they're going to make that. He's going to make that call today. So if you, you just got to say something. And it's easier for us yeah. to do it out here than a lot of times it is yeah. you. So if you guys, anybody's out there listening to this, come on. Just ask some folks to donate. So, you know, five or six people get together, throw in a hundred bucks, get up to a thousand dollars, send it over to the beef initiative and and feed twelve hundred people. Gosh, that is amazing. So thank you so much, uh, Dave and Noel, and we want to thank the Texas Beef Initiative with some guys that uh, stepped up to the plate. We're sure going to help you. So I want to thank also um, the Dinger Restaurant and Vic Von Toyota and El Cazador for sponsoring this program. And I want to thank all of you out there that uh, carry the weight of the badge. Of course, our first responders, our police officers, you know, this show is all about you. And if you need help, if you need some meat if for the, for your your uh, station, guys, you know are hurting, Get a hold of me at HopeForHeroesTX.org or give me a call. The number's on there, and I will get you in touch with Dave and Noel, and we'll make something happen. But, you know, action creates reaction. You can't just stand there and wait for something to happen, guys. we got to do something. So thank you again, Dave and Noel, and we look forward to talking with you again. 
Hey, so glad you joined me today. Now, you're going to want to follow us because we've got some upcoming episodes that you're not going to want to miss. See you then. Of the bad.